0: Hey you guys, what's up? Hope you've all been doing really well. Today's episode is going to be real quick. Um, I don't really have anything planned for this week. I just thought that I would give you guys a bit of an update because things are changing a bit with my schedule and I have a couple of things coming up which might affect how often I decide to post and which days I decide to post. And I also want to kind of just give you guys a heads up for what's to come for future episodes and what types of things I want to start talking about a bit more that I feel like we haven't really touched on yet. So this week's episode is really just going to be kind of like an update um, and then next week we'll start with some new topics that we haven't really gotten into yet. So first things first, um, I think I mentioned this in last week's episode I did have an interview to start volunteering at a small animal hospital in my area and I will be starting on Monday so by the time you guys hear this, I will be there on my first day at this clinic and I don't know how long I'm going to be there for. I definitely want to get as much experience as I possibly can just because I obviously, I think, Many of you know by now that I want to go to vet school and I'm trying to get as much experience as I can before I decide to reapply and submit an application to different vet schools. As of right now, um, I'm only gonna be there about three days a week, however I'm not sure which days yet. Right now myself and the veterinarian that I'm gonna be working with have agreed to start on Monday, uh, Monday morning, and I'll be there for I think majority of the day and I guess we'll see how things go and then we'll decide on two other days that I can come in. I'm really nervous and excited for this just because it's been a while since I kind of had like work to do in an animal hospital. I did work part-time at one about a year and a half ago and um, I volunteered at clinics before and right now I am looking to apply to vet schools outside of where I'm from. looking at vet schools in um, the UK, some in Australia, and in other parts of Europe, um, I did get rejected by the vet school here in my own province. However, I can reapply there if I want to, but um, a lot of my focus over the next couple of months and honestly for um, most of 2022 is going to be directed towards getting that application set up and ready to be submitted Um, to go to vet school. The application is due in September which is a long ways away but it's a very long application process and there's a lot that goes into it so the earlier that I start the better so I am going to be focusing on that a lot. I'm not sure if I'm going to continue posting every single week it might just be every other week instead or every two weeks Um, but we'll see how things go once I start working at that animal hospital and Potentially working at other places as well, just because I'm also looking to get experience working with animals other than cats and dogs. Which so far, that's the only type of experience that I have. I have been in contact with a couple different horse stables and some farms to see if I can come in and just help around with the animals a bit. Um, and it's that kind of experience is really needed and really important for vet school. Even if it's not a requirement, most people do have that type of experience and it is recommended and your chances of getting in without that kind of experience are pretty low. So my main focus right now is to get as much experience as I can and put together an application so that I'm ready to apply in September and hopefully get in because this is something that I've been wanting for quite a long time now and it feels like I'm finally kind of getting my life back together and getting my life back on track. You guys know that I graduated from university in spring of 2021 and I haven't really been doing much since that's happened Um, other than this podcast and other than kind of just taking a break from school and taking a break from work because I did feel pretty burnt out, especially like the initial few months after getting my degree was really tough. And I just needed a break, honestly, and I think I'm at a point where I'm ready to kind of pick myself back up and start going after the things that I want. Again, and start going after my goals, so that's that, but I still want to continue doing this podcast because it really is something that I enjoy, and honestly, it's something that doesn't cause me a lot of stress. This is literally just for fun and because I want to and I enjoy speaking, and I think the things that I talk about and the topics that I discuss are really important ones, and I would love to hear from you guys as well. I haven't really had a lot of you um, comment or send any feedback or anything, which even if we don't have a lot of listeners on here, I know that there are people listening. So if you ever have, if you ever want to just say hey, or just like have any suggestions or something like that, feel free to let me know feel free to hit me up. I promise I am very friendly. Um, The other thing that I wanted to mention is I kind of want to start taking this podcast into a different kind of direction. Not necessarily different in the sense that I'm not going to be talking about self-growth and self-improvement like I have been over the last couple of months, but I do want to start getting into some other topics that are really important to me and I think are really important to be discussed especially in a time like this when it feels like our society just keeps getting more and more divided and there's so much prejudice and you know there's just so much going on in the world and I feel like the topics that we that we hear about on the news and stuff like that need to be talked about more I did mention in my very first episode way back in August that I want to touch on things like racism and homophobia, um, things like mental health, which are all very, very big topics that I haven't really talked about a lot so far. Most of my content so far is on self-growth and, like, self-love, things like that, and just, like, achieving your goals and, like, you know, being a better person for your own self and just making your own life better. So, a lot of it has been focusing inward on ourselves which I love and being on a journey um on being on the journey of self-love myself I think it's really resonated with me and this helped me with my own kind of issues and trying to forgive myself for my mistakes that I've made and just learning how to be a better person as cheesy as all that sounds and I'm still going to be making episodes on things like that in fact I have a lot planned but I also do want to get into the more um, controversial, I guess, topics, the more triggering topics. And I know that's not gonna be for everyone. So if you aren't interested in listening to conversations on things like racism or homophobia, or it just makes you uncomfortable or you're not ready to kind of hear things like that, then I'm gonna ask you right now that you don't listen to them because even if you don't like to listen to them, these are existing issues in our society and they've been existing for a very long time. And I think Being someone who lives in an area where there is a lot of division and where there is a lot of different types of people around with different views on everything, I think this is really important to me. Um, I've titled the name of this episode or at least part of the name of this episode as Having Difficult Conversations and I think that's exactly where I want to take this podcast going forward is to start having more difficult conversations and talking about some of the more bigger issues that seem to be existing and going on in our society, such as things like racism. Um, But this is kind of just like, I guess, like a little disclaimer saying if you are not into that, then that's totally fine. I'll still be making content regarding um, self-improvement and growth and all that, so if that's what you're into, then that's totally fine, but just know that there's going to be, we're going to be expanding the types of conversations and expanding the topics of discussion here, so Definitely, if you're here for one and not the other, that's totally fine. Um, I just personally want to have conversations about this because a lot of these issues have impacted me and I've learned a lot about them over the last couple of years. And this is what I'm interested in talking about too. I'm not just into the whole self-love thing as important as I think that is. I think with what's been going on and especially in the last like two years or so, I've become a lot more aware of how prominent these issues are, even in my own daily life, and not just stuff that you hear about on the news. I think what happened for me personally is after the whole George Floyd incident that happened um, a while back now. I think it just kind of made me realize that I feel like I'm not really doing enough in order to kind of educate myself and to be an ally. Against all the prejudice, whether it's racism towards black people or racism in general or other issues like homophobia and mental health and all these different types of things. I don't know. It just turned a switch on for me when I heard about that incident. And obviously it caused like a whole global movement as it should. As it should have. But I think I'm just now kind of starting to realize that I want to be doing more and that I want to be learning more. For me... Part of being an ally towards kind of combating these issues includes the willingness to learn and the willingness to kind of just realize that you're not, you don't know everything, even if you are a supporter of anti-black racism, um, even if you are a supporter of the LGBTQ plus community, even if you are an advocate for mental health. There are still things that you probably don't know and you're still going to make mistakes. And I think the willingness to learn and the willingness to admit when you've done something wrong and live up to the actions that you've made is a really big step in kind of overcoming these issues and educating yourselves and becoming more aware of these issues is also a really big step in overcoming some of these problems that we face. You guys know how much I love to learn and you guys know how much education means to me and I think that is one of the biggest reasons why we have so many of these issues surrounding race and religion and all those different things that we tend to discriminate people for. I think the reason why they exist is just we don't have enough education and we don't realize the experiences that people that are different from us have to go through and I just want to not only help you become more educated and help you become more aware of the issues that might be going on in your own societies, and your own communities, but realize that there is so much to learn whether or not you support these things and even if you are a supporter and even if you are an ally, you are still going to make mistakes and you probably still do have some type of prejudice that you don't realize is discriminatory of of certain people and I think that's why it's important to be willing to learn and be willing to admit when you're wrong and live up to the consequences of your actions. Growing up in a family that is South Asian, and I think many other South Asians can relate to this, I never really grew up being able to kind of express what I believe in without kind of being, you know, degraded in some side of way. My family used to be very close-minded and I'd say a lot of people in my extended family still are kind of close-minded or just are unaware or naive to some of the issues that people outside of our own kind of ethnicity, ethnic group and communities kind of face. Living in Canada where diversity is um, promoted heavily and having grown up with kids from different types of families and different races, different ethnicities, and just people that look different from me has been a privilege, I think. I always say that I have been lucky to have grown up in such a diverse community and to have friends from varying different races and varying sexualities and know just varying backgrounds and everybody is just so different and I I want to be able to embrace differences more even though I'm already doing it and even though I've already lived my whole life kind of being taught that. I think that I want to be doing more and I encourage you to also kind of go out there and start having difficult conversations with your friends and with your family and just anyone you talk to. It is not easy having difficult conversations and I know in my own family it's not really something that we do. I never really grew up feeling like I was able to just to kind of just say how I felt without getting judged for it. I never felt comfortable talking to my parents about things like mental health or things like sexuality or racism and things like that. Despite the fact that we ourselves are people of color And we are, um, you know, we're not white, obviously, so we have our own experiences in terms of racism in particular, but we've never actually vocalized how it made us feel and, like, we've never had the difficult conversation or kind of really got serious about it and talked about it. I think that we've done a better job than we have in the past, and I think now that my brother and myself are a bit older and we kind of understand these things a bit more... My parents are starting to have more difficult conversations and it is, it's called a difficult conversation for a reason. It's not easy to do, especially like when you've never really had difficult conversations with your parents before or whoever, but I feel like the more you do it and the more you kind of expose yourself to things like that, it gets easier and it never will be easy. I don't think it just, it's just something like, I think that if we really want to kind of end all these really big issues then we need to get used to having these conversations we need to get used to like calling people out when we see something wrong or when we see people being discriminated um, for whatever reason I am so guilty of just being a bystander um, even as a kid and I know when you're a kid thing it's it's kind of hard and you're not always aware of just how severe someone's comments or someone's actions are and just how you know just how much of like it shows like stereotypes and like prejudice towards another group and you don't always realize and you're kind of too young to really understand it but I think nowadays I I want to see myself improve and grow to the point where if I do see something or I hear something that it just comes off as like you know just hear something that degrades a certain minority group whatever it might be I want to be able to call that person out respectfully, and just, you know, explain to them that what they're doing is wrong. That's never been something that I've been able to do. Something else that I feel like I've improved on is asking questions if you don't always know. Growing up, I've always had pretty diverse friend group. I have a lot of white friends, I have a lot of black friends, I have a lot of friends that are South Asian like myself, I have friends from pretty much all over the world. I don't have a lot of friends that identify in the LGBTQ plus community but I have met a couple people that are part of that community and I, I'm i gonna admit right now, I still don't feel like I know enough about the LGBTQ plus community just because I don't really have ex- a lot of experience with people like in that community and I haven't met a lot of people in that community I don't have strong enough relationships with anyone that identifies in any of those. So I want to kind of just educate myself more on like the different like pronouns and stuff like that and what each of them mean. Um, Just because I want to know and I know like I feel like I'm always someone that assumes like people's pronouns and I assume people's gender and things like that and I want to stop doing that. Um, I want to really understand and like how they feel and I really want to be an ally towards this group. Um, So that's that's actually one of my goals. My friends and I, a lot of the times, we will have conversations like this where we talk about, like, our upbringings and, like, our families. And because our we are all so different, like, like I said, I had a lot of friends in high school that were East Asian. And I had a lot of friends in university that were white. And I was one of, the, like, the kind of odd ones out being South Asian. And whenever I talk about, like, my upbringing or, like, my family or my culture... Or just anything related to you know being Indian I feel like my friends don't really understand and like they obviously don't know but they've been pretty open-minded and I've even had some of them say things like oh I'm glad that you told me that like I feel like so much more informed about this about like Indian people and like South Asian people because I didn't know that was a thing so I like that my friends you know are open-minded to hearing about my own experiences and we've talked i have another friend that's also south asian she's not indian but she is south asian and we've talked about like our experiences with racism before with our white friends and a lot of them have said like to us like oh we didn't like realize that this was such a big issue or it's like it's different when you hear about stuff like this on the news versus when you hear about it from a friend as like their own personal experience. And so it's really nice knowing that people are supportive and people want to kind of be an ally. It's just, I think they don't always have the right information. And I think having conversations and asking questions, like asking your friends that are of different... Um, minority groups about their experiences and, you know, giving them the space to talk is a great place not only for them to kind of let their emotions out and feel like they're being heard and have their emotions kind of validated, but it's also a good way for you to kind of understand and like learn more about these types of issues and kind of put yourself in the shoes of these people that um, fall under minority categories. So I really enjoy that. Um, I actually did this a couple of weeks ago where I guess I'll give you the entire context of of what happened so basically there was this huge thing in the k-pop kind of community which if you don't know I listen to korean music sometimes I listen to k-pop sometimes I just started about like a year and a half ago and I never realized like how much everything in K-pop gets really, like, blown up and everything in K-pop just seems like, it just seems like it's so, like, hard to avoid all the drama and, in fact, I'm kind of on a break with listening to K-pop just because I feel like everything's always so in your face and, anyway, that's a conversation for another day, but there's basically this singer, this Korean singer, that had said the N-word while singing along to a song that had the n-word in it as like one of the lyrics and I remember going on like my Instagram and I logged onto Twitter for the first time and like I saw all these like weird tweets and comments about like this particular person saying the n-word and like how it's like a big controversy which obviously it is and it's not a nice word to say and I saw a couple of tweets saying like if you're not black then you can't you can't call other people by that name and obviously I would never say the n-word and obviously like I know where this is coming from but I just had this question I was like does it really make a difference whether it comes from a white person or a black person or does it really matter who the person is like what ethnicity the person is to be able to say the n-word like why is it okay for a black person to call another black person the n-word but it's not okay for an asian or a middle eastern or a white person to say the n-word to a black person like it was just a question i had like i i was genuinely curious as to know like like how many people thought it was okay for black people to call each other the n-word but it wasn't okay for people outside of this race to call other black people the n-word so i was genuinely curious i didn't know i wanted to know like is it actually okay for black people to call each other the n-word but I just wanted to know it was genuinely like something that I was curious about so I ended up like messaging one of my friends that is part of the black community and I asked her like you know how like of the n-word is obviously a bad word to use and like you wouldn't you shouldn't be calling anyone that and so I asked her like have you heard that like people think like people have said like it's okay if a black person calls another black person the n-word but it's not okay if someone who's of a different race uses the n-word to refer to a black person and I was like do you agree like do you think like it's okay if like if only black people are allowed to use this term to call like to to call each other this word and she said no she was like it's, it doesn't make it any less offensive coming from a black person or a white person to be using that word. Like, that word should not be used by anyone, even if you are within the same race as the word is, you know, directed towards a certain people. They're, it's obviously directed towards black people, but it doesn't matter whether it's a white person using the word or a black person using the word or whoever. And I found this interesting because I've been hearing a lot, like, oh, it's okay if, like, black people use this word because like I think like I've heard like black people invented the word but to be honest I don't know like where like I I know what it means and I know like this has to do with like slavery and things like that that happened but I don't know like who came up with the word or anything like that so or if it was always like meant to be like an insult or if it was meant to like you know discriminate I don't know um I I actually want to like research more about where this word comes from and like what its true meaning is so that's something that I want to do but anyway I think me going to my black friend and just asking like hey like what do you think of this I think that's a good example of like willingness to learn and willingness to become educated and when I say this I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I haven't said or done things that I didn't realize were very offensive towards a certain group of people towards particularly a minority group of people but I think there's a difference between a person who says something that's offensive but doesn't kind of take actions for it or is quick to defend their egos like I've said this and I've said this to my friends before like where I personally believe that people are so afraid of having like their egos kind of deflated and are so afraid of being the bad guy that when someone tells you like hey you can't say this about you know black people or you can't say this about people who identify with lgbtq plus or whatever people are so quick to defend themselves and people don't want to look like the bad guy essentially you don't want to you know seem like you're racist you don't want to you don't want people to think you're racist you don't want to you don't want people to think you're homophobic you don't want people to think that You know you're islamophobic or whatever it is so people are so quick to like defend themselves and be like oh i didn't mean anything like i have you you know how like when the george floyd incident happened everyone was like oh yeah like i i'm totally like an ally for like black people's rights and everything like i have tons of black friends but then even if you are friends with a lot of black people or a lot of people of color you could still be saying things and doing things and hold beliefs that are incorrect and that are actually offensive towards these people and I think that willingness to admit when you're wrong or willingness to learn and even if you didn't realize that something that you believe or something that you say is offensive towards another group be willing to understand that even if your intent was not malicious it was still wrong in the first place and like you should you should just you know accept it and be like okay well I, I will do my best to learn from this and I realize now that even if I thought it meant something different and even though I didn't intend for it to be taken that way I realize how like it would have come across as offensive and I just think that people need to like step back and forget about their egos for a bit and realize that it's not about them it's about the people that you know your comments or your actions are kind of directed towards and just be willing to learn be willing to admit when you're wrong just because you say something or do something doesn't automatically make you a racist person or a homophobic person or whatever. It just means that maybe you were a little naive or ignorant but now that you've made the mistake and now that someone has called you out for it, you're likely, you've learned. Be willing to learn. Learning is never a bad thing. It is a lot worse for you to say something or do something and then get all defensive about it versus you apologizing and actually like, you know, actually kind of like, not thinking of yourself and just realizing that even if you didn't intend for anything to come off as rude or offensive, you're more likely to be an ally and you're more, you're, that's how you actually be an ally, is kind of putting your own self out of it and just seeing it from other people's perspectives. So. Obviously, we're going to be having more conversations like this in future episodes. Um, So that's basically all I have to say for today. I know today's episode was a lot shorter than what we're used to, but this is just, again, a heads up as for what's to come and what I want to be talking about in the future. So I hope that this is something that you'll all be interested in hearing about. Um, Other things that I also want to kind of discuss on this podcast include things like social media and stuff like that because obviously social media, I think, ties into all of the different issues that I just touched on, social media and mental health, social media and misinformation, and especially during, like, a time like this where there's a lot of misinformation being spread and there's a lot of cancel culture going on and stuff, I think these are important topics to be discussing, so... Just as a heads up for you guys, this is what I want to start incorporating a bit more. It's not going to be every week, it's just I want to have these conversations because they're important to me and as someone who is in one of the minority groups being a South Asian myself, I have a lot to share and there's a lot that I've learned. The other thing is in last week's episode I talked about reading more books and reading more articles. I think one of the best ways to educate yourself and become true allies um, against these issues is to learn and be again willing to learn and I know we blame the education system and like the school systems on not kind of teaching things properly and not teaching um, us about all these really big topics and not really focusing on them as much as we should be which I agree I 100% think that We need to be teaching people in school about things like mental health and talking about it more. But I also think it's up to us to kind of look for resources and kind of, again, have conversations with people that do experience these things. Have conversations with people that have mental health disorders. Have conversations with people that are in ethnic minority groups. Have conversations with people that have been oppressed for so long. And you'll learn from them. Be willing to listen. On top of that, there are so many resources out there and I know having access to resources depending on where you are and depending on your situation, it's hard to kind of find the right information, but there are lots and lots of podcasts and TV shows and movies and books and all these really good sources that kind of touch on topics like this. There are so many movies and TV shows now that have characters that have a story based on being an LGBTQ plus member or there's lots of movies on like um on on black slavery and things like that there's lots of books on like racism and even if they are fiction books like there's so many books like read books by people who have experienced them themselves read books and read articles and papers that were written by people that are in these ethnic minorities and these minority groups themselves. And, you know, I think getting the information from people in these groups themselves is the best way to educate yourself rather than listening to it from the perspective of someone outside of those groups. There are so many books out there that are written by Asian people, that there are so many podcasts out there for people that identify in these groups and a lot of the time the people that make these podcasts and talk about these issues are part of those minority groups themselves. So I really encourage you to go and find some of them. Um, Another example I have is I was on Instagram a few weeks ago and I follow this one account, this one page which is based- I can't remember exactly what it's called but it's a page dedicated to like all the stereotypes and all the pressures and struggles of being a South Asian young girl and like the kind of like the expectations and like the misogyny and like the discrimination that is particularly aimed towards South Asian women and there was this one comment under one of these posts and it read, I might not be a South Asian woman, I might not be a woman, in fact I'm a white man but I want to learn more about the issues that South Asian women face and like be an ally so this page has been like really good in like helping me learn more about the issues and like help me become more educated and I think that's what I mean all of, by all of this is even if you don't identify within any of these communities, be willing to learn. Follow these different pages on Instagram, follow different resources. Talk to your friends that identify with any of these groups and, like, just be willing to listen. Be willing to kind of listen to their experiences if they're willing to share. And I think that's the best way for us to learn. Do you remember, like, in school you might have been told, like, the easiest way to learn is by, like, teaching yourself. Like, when you're studying for a test and, like, your friends are studying for a test... you're all studying together the best way for you to learn from each other is like by testing each other and like by helping each other like asking each other questions it's the same idea I think with stuff like this so I guess like just being willing to have those conversations with people that identify in those groups can help you learn a lot as well so that's all I have to say for today check you guys out next week bye